And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome to another episode of The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. And uh, to my left today is Stunt. And to my right is Jake. Hey, here we are. We're like the uh, dynamic duo of uh, barbecuing or whatever. I can't come up with the alliteration, but thanks for joining us. <laughs> we uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, hopefully uh, you enjoy listening to the show as much as we enjoy uh, putting the show together for you and uh, talking about barbecuing each and every week. So um, let's see. So finally, the weather turned. I think every, yeah. suddenly everybody's going crazy and they got the, uh, the charcoal selling everywhere. Exactly. We got a little bit of rain this weekend still, but that man, that turn of the weather early week had me smiling. I was out there grilling every night and uh, it's perfect. This is barbecue month. Here we yeah. are. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, very quickly before I ask you about what your week was like, I have to, uh, you know how like when you buy a new car, uh, yeah, like and you buy a black pickup, and then everywhere you look, you see black pickups. Correct. Okay. So after last week, and we had um, our esteemed guest that was with us, uh, Dustin uh, Reese. Yep. F- and uh, uh, from with, Hogline. From Hogline Barbecue. Yes. And uh, great guy. Great conversation. Anyway, ever since then, uh, I've run into more than a couple, like two or three different people who. Grill at home and smoke at home exclusively on a drum smoker. And now you want a drum smoker. Now I got to have a drum smoker. Well, it I makes gotta... sense. I mean, you don't technically have a smoker right now. So if you I were don't... to get a drum smoker, I would the world be, be right. I would be bougie. <laughs> or I would just, uh, my wife said it was totally fine with it as long as I extend the patio. <clears throat> funny that, that, got, that got expensive in a hurry. Yeah, that escalated quickly, <laughs> didn't it? So anyway, um, I'll do what most husbands do in my situation and, uh, I'll secretly buy one when she's not looking. Done. <laughs> there you go. No, we, <laughs> what do you mean, honey? We've always had that. It's always been there. Yeah. Do you know the difference between any of these cooking apparatuses? No. All right. Um, anyway, so well, how was your week? What did, did you do? Anything exciting? Well, anything um, special? No, we uh, had steaks on Thursday night. Nice. Uh, we grilled chicken. Um, oh man, what night was that? We did chicken. We did uh, chicken like chicken wraps. Okay. So I grilled chicken on the flat stone and that. Um, we had grills on uh, steak on charcoal, of course. We did something else Tuesday night, but I don't remember what that was. Either way, grilled every night. Yeah. It is National Barbecue Month here in the month of May. And I, Monday, I did not grill. Monday was quickly just grabbed. Oh, no, I was gone to town Monday. That's why I didn't grill Monday. Yeah, See? I'm saying you were gone. That's right. I yeah. So Tuesday was quick burgers on the grill. And then uh, Wednesday was whatever. And yeah, anyway, it was good. So sometimes I, I work too hard. I try too hard at being the anti cliche guy uh, to a, almost to a detriment sometimes. Uh, and my point is, I still have not done smash burgers on my flat top. <laughs> I don't know why. You got to give it a shot. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm all gung-ho to do it, but I wanted to make sure that that wasn't the first thing I did on my flat top. Yeah. Although, if somebody asks me what's the first thing I should do on my, my new flat top, I always say smash burgers. Yeah. They're easy. Uh, they're fun. They're, you know, they're you can be experimental with them, mm-hmm. and you really can't screw it up. And they, they are all those things, but if you don't want to do them right, you just don't want to do them right away, apparently. I did do steaks on the flat top this week. Yeah. Um, I did chicken this week and also. you did steak bites and pork bites. I did pork bites and steak bites. Also, uh, that was a whole separate night. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's been a, it's been a meat uh, palooza at my house <laughs> this week, uh, which is fine, which yeah. is great. Uh, the uh, one night was it? It was one night earlier this week. I was in my backyard. I had uh, chicken going on my grill. My neighbor was doing barbie uh, doing burgers on one side, and the new neighbor right across from my backyard. We can see each other's decks. He was grilling steaks, uh, <laughs> and you know I give him credit. He's a, he's a younger single guy just moved in, and he's sitting out on the back porch on his little uh, deck grilling a steak for himself and sharing a little bit of it with his dog. Just the two of them. And the guy looked 
happy as oh, a clam. Oh, I'm sure. That's just, it. He was like, um, this is the life. I'm that is the life. So, and that's, uh, I like to grill for people and cook for people. And, uh, but sometimes, at the same time, you kind of thought that sounded great too. Yeah, sometimes it's okay to just do something for yourself. <laughs> you never know. You know, it works out uh, works out pretty well. So, so you were busy. You had a yeah, packed we, week. We had a lot of grilling this week, and uh, just work has been crazy. And uh, uh, girlfriend's graduating this weekend, oh, so right. she's pretty excited about that. And so I offered to barbecue. She says we're going to go to Third Street in okay. St. Peter instead. Nice. So that's what we're doing uh, in a week. We're going to do that okay. for graduation party. So. That's a that's a good uh, that's a good. Compromise. Yeah, she said, well, I don't want you on the grill the whole time. I'm like, I'd be just fine, but I understand. Uh, before I bury the lead, which we've clearly already done four minutes into the show, is uh, we have a guest today. Yes, we do. Uh, uh, it's the part of the family from the bar, uh, from the meadery. Mm. Who has, uh, they've been in business for a full year. We'll talk all about it. Okay. It's really exciting, the fact that they've been doing this for a full year now, and they are changing the way we buy our meat from local producers. They really are. It's, uh, it's, kind, of, uh, it's kind of cool, and I see more and more people are getting into that style of uh, of doing things. They really are. And uh, they, they have a really awesome story. So uh, that's coming up here shortly. Yeah. So it's uh, just one more aspect of uh, what it is that uh, we all enjoy doing. Before we get to that exciting interview, we should probably get to the Barbecue Show Tip of the Week. Here we are. It is the Barbecue Month. And as you're breaking the grills out for some of you the very first time in a few months, do some inspections. Make sure it's cleaned out. All the parts are good. You don't want to start off with a dirty uh, grill box, right? Uh, right? If it's a kettle grill, clean out the ashes. If you got yourself a pellet grill from last year, make sure you clean out those ashes. Grease trays are cleaned. Uh, any burners are not, uh, you know, any greases on those as well. Greases on those. And just have the grates cleaned off, ready to go. Uh, you want to start the season off right and make sure it's starting off with uh, maybe a clean grill. So be aware of that. I feel like I failed on all those, but uh, in my defense, the grills run year round. So Yeah, that same. Uh, they the, do. They do need a once over though. <laughs> it just takes a little bit of time. I think we talked about that with the with the with the new charcoal Weber mm-hmm. uh, kettle. Uh, I remember my dad just dumping those ashes in the alleyway at our house when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I don't have an alleyway. Where do I go? Do you have any neighbors? <laughs> do I have some neighbors I don't want to talk to? Just dump it over there. Your neighbor got a garden. <laughs> Throw them in there for you. So that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, make sure it looks nice. Plus, then when you do have friends and company over, uh, things things look good too. So. If nothing else, everything's ready to go at all times. Yeah. Right. So uh, I would love to do this for you. I'd love to use my Blackstone for you right now and cook us up a meal tonight, but it's uh, it's slimy from the last time I used it. It's going to take a whole process. Right. So keep that stuff uh, nice and pristine and clean. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's take our first break. We'll come back and uh, chat with the folks from the meadery right here on The Barbecue Show. Stick around for more of The Barbecue Show right after this. And now, back to The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back to the Barbecue Show. It's Barbecue Month, and with that, I'm actually joined by some of the Meadery crew, celebrating one year here in May, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, Mackenzie's with me, Brandon, Bruce. Thank you guys for joining the show. Thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I figured it was a good fit. With Barbecue Month here, you guys have been doing a pretty cool thing uh, for the last year now about having meat delivered to people's homes, right out of, right from local farmers uh, through the meat markets and right to people's doors. So let's talk a little bit about it right away. How'd you guys get started? Well, we kind of, it started out as a family thing where we we enjoyed getting together and cooking and sharing new experiences with, with barbecue and with meals. And, and we, we were kind of hanging out, I think, and we decided that, why don't we try starting a business and uh, see where we can take this thing? 
And so, it, it was it was an idea. Like, why was there a, a problem that you saw someplace that we weren't getting fo- local farmers' food right to our our tables? I guess I would say yeah. So um, it started as a fun idea, you know, drinks, food. What can we do <laughs> as a family? And really, when COVID hit it kind of um, brought light to the fact that people thought we had a meat shortage when in reality it was more of a supply chain issue. So if we can cut out the supply chain and connect farmers directly to um, the people who enjoy their meat, we can mitigate that issue a little bit. And I love the fact that you, you pointed out, I mean, it was a supply chain issue is what it was. There's plenty of farmers who had product ready to go. I remember uh, somewhere in the middle of COVID, uh, one of my family members was talking about how the meat markets are so backed out. Like you're planning on getting a cow, you got to plan your butcher date ahead of time, even like how that was looking. So you kind of saw that that shortage. What got you? St- what was the next step? How did you go from there? The next step really was. Um, so we had the idea. Of what? How are we going to really connect those people? And so we came up with the e-commerce site. Um, we post different collections that you can order straight to your door directly from different producers in southern Minnesota. So getting them on board. Um, helping them connect to the people who enjoy their meat. The MeaderyMN.com is the website. I've been following you for a while already, I guess, because as soon as it came out, I was like, well, that's really cool. How's this all work? And you go to the website, you pick out a box you want. You got some different labeled uh, different ways from date night, taco night, and whatever else, which is kind of exciting and fun to kind of pick through those that way. And then they get delivered uh, in a sealed box, dried ice on top of it. And you get to you can either keep it in the fridge or freezer right away or serve it up as soon as it thaws out, I guess, right? So I thought it was really cool how that how that whole system worked and how you kind of picked boxes and then your guys' social media campaigns really took off because uh, you guys were all over social Instagram and Facebook. I feel like uh, it was from family having fun cooking together or whatever it may be. Yeah, there was a lot of just like the the natural like we got to got to put out what we normally would do on a regular basis, but on social media to help support this this um, new project that we took on. So really, it was like. Just things that we would naturally be doing anyways, so it didn't take a whole lot of just like new production or anything or like forced right. forced anything. It was just taking pictures of what we would do anyways on the weekends with family. And It's difficult <laughs> enough, though, because Jake and I, for our barbecue page, uh, the barbecue show, by the way, if you're looking for it on Instagram and Facebook, uh, is uh, we always thought, all we have to do is take photos of what we're cooking already. You won't believe how often we forget to do anything of that level. Like, we, oh, yeah, we should have took photos this weekend. We all cooked, but we didn't take any photos, you know? But there's a little bit of art to that, too. We have a designated photo taker. Well, there I mean, you go. The ones that, yeah, the cooks get to cook. The cooks the, get to do the thing, yeah. 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 Normally, the cooks aren't very good at taking no, pictures. No, and actually, so yeah, I'm like, I can, yeah, you can take pictures as I go. Right. <laughs> in this case, it's strength in numbers, it, so we yeah. always have somebody standing around watching that can snap a picture yep. or two and... I think a lot of it, too, is stuff that we wanted to try ourselves. So it's not what we've always done necessarily, but, hey, let's try this. And then we kind of share ideas and, you know, we get together and... and, uh try to do the best we can with with some of the products that we're promoting. Right. You said family, so you said strength in numbers. How many members of the family are involved in the whole project? I think it's 12. Yeah. 11 or 12. Cousins and uncles and everything else? Yep. So um, Bruce here is my dad. Um, And so it's really him and his brother's family. So yeah, so there's there's quite a few of us. A lot of us have... um, we call them our A jobs, and the meadery <laughs> being our B job. Um, so it's really, we, 
it does take a lot of people. To oh, I'm, I'm sure it does. It I mean, in, in the last year, you guys have seemingly, in my opinion, from I mean, outsiders' point of view, obviously, but have grown quite a bit. I feel like uh, the number of uh, meat packages you have on the website, meat markets you're working with, has really gone up as well. I think a lot of the markets are are seeing that that um, like potential market that they could be um, taking advantage of the people that aren't necessarily in the region that um, they certainly wouldn't stop by except for special occasions to their shop and they could expand their their um, just just getting their their product out there to people that want their product right and would if they just regionally were, were a little bit closer so this brings that just even closer even closer and I think another fun part of it is is there's some really unique producers that have come to us and they know that the social media part is a big piece of is going to be a big piece of their business and they probably prefer that someone else do it for them yeah so then we get partners with specialties like Wagyu or um, now we're looking at a bison partner oh wow okay so some of those things kind of are natural um teammates or partners for us to really promote their business as well as you know allow us to help them get you know take their product to market let me so let me take off that who's are they are these people coming to you are you going out after them i mean when you first started who was in charge of like okay we got farmers who need to get product out how who's doing the connections i guess I, yeah so we actually are farmers ourselves so um we produce hogs in southern minnesota and so we we started with the person that we've been getting to butcher our hogs our whole life, right? And kind of threw the ideas past him, and he was like, yep, I'm on board. And so really, it kind of started with the people we knew, and then within, I would say, the first few months, people, people. were coming to us. That's awesome. Yeah, Because <laughs> the word travels, and obviously, the traveling here, especially like you said during COVID, it was, uh, okay, we need to get stuff out the door. This is working for somebody else. Let's give it a shot. Exactly. Very cool. Yeah, and we've already shipped, I think, as of last week, it was up to 22 states. Wow. So really giving those local producers a bigger reach. Okay. Um, and one of the things, as I've known a little bit about you guys, too, is it's the web, you're, you're targeting all these different you know, bison, you're talking about Wagyu, and I'm going backwards a little bit to the boxes, because um, you go to the website, themeaterymn.com, and you select your box. And where's that go on your end then? After somebody selects their box, what they're going to do? Yeah, so we're just helping with the logistics. So they select their box. We send that shipping label to exe- directly to the farmer producer. So they're putting it in the box. They're shipping it to you. You're getting it straight from the farm or okay. butcher. Or butcher, yeah. Because I believe, so I did this, man, was that September last year? Yeah, you did a takeover. I did us. a takeover, <laughs> yeah. So I, did, I got to, got to select yeah. two boxes. I got to do a takeover on your guys' <laughs> social media. It was so much fun. And in doing that, I picked the top taco box, I believe, in a different yeah. one. And I only reason I remember the taco box is I had a lot of people in my house that night because we made everything in the box, <laughs> including the cow the, tongue, the tongue, which yep. <laughs> uh, the girlfriend was grossed out by, but it turned out phenomenal, no, by the way. Yeah, I really underrated. enjoyed it. Yeah, it is. I, I was, it was really cool to make that box and it just came with everything in there. All you had to do is let it thaw out or get it ready to go and, and cook it up. So it was kind of exciting to do that way. A, a slight tangent. Uh, or related to that. Yeah, that's is, what the is show's like, all about. Yeah, You're fine. Well, well, perfect. So, like, in talking to a lot of these, like, they put a lot of, like, heart and, and like, they're passionate about the animals that they're raised. And so, that's just another way for us to try and, like, use all of the animals. So, there's there's a different box that's the, the wild side. So, it's right. got, it includes several different things that probably isn't as appealing, but we'll help you, show you what you can do with it. But I, I think that just was part of it. So, including tongue and including oxtail or. Right. Or and oxtail's becoming more and more crazy popular, yeah, yeah. too. 
Um, no, let's go back to, it's been fun to kind of create those videos. Are you guys working on more cooking videos? Like, hey, if you get this box, here's what you can cook. Is that an ongoing project always? Yeah, Brandon and I just got added to the recipe crew. Um, <laughs> and so really a goal of ours is to start including a recipe with every box. Oh, wonderful. Um, like Brandon said, there's going to be some there's going to be some even like steak cuts in there that you're not really sure how to cook. And so we're going to take it upon ourselves and whether you want to follow along or not, um, but give you a recipe and show you how you can use some of those different meat cuts. So, right. the, so the packages would come with a QR code that would link to the recipe. To the YouTube video would recipe. fit to those. Yep. So we're working on some of those things. That's great. As, you, as we speak. Like, as we say again, you guys are just a year out from this venture here in May, <laughs> the barbecue month. Uh, we're talking with Brandon, Mackenzie, and Bruce from the Meadery MN, uh, the MeaderyMN.com, I should say. And uh, a great website to go and check out meat to have delivered right to your house, and you can cook it up from there. And now i got to ask, I love asking this question for the record. What do you guys cook on? What do, you, do you have smokers? Do you have Weber grills? What do you like to use? I'm just a taste tester, so I'll let these, I'll let these two answer that so question. So I've cooked, and my career started back in the 80s. Um, I had a college roommate that cooked whole hogs. Okay. And, and um, I thought it was a pretty good idea. I told my dad about it, and he said, well, let's build a roaster. So we built a a double hog roaster that we would go why do build, parties. Why build a single when you can go double? <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yep. Well, we had a trailer. You might as well put two <laughs> on it, right? But, so that was kind of, I think I was made for this, actually. But So you think back, and, and at that time, it was something that was, it brought people together. It was a lot of a lot of work, but it was still, the product was always good when you were done, and we kind of perfected the process. And so when you think about, you know some of those things and and what we've cooked on so i've cooked on a, a hog roaster op- open fire um i've got a traeger i've got a um, a blackstone okay so we've i'd say between the group we've probably tried um almost every type of cooker oh, that i bet could find. i mean that's just what you got there's 12 of you in the family that's working on this project you got a little bit of everything uh, Brandon, did you have one to add? Um, well, Bruce and I have been talking about it for a while, but I mean, in an ideal situation, we've used the, the pellet smokers out of convenience. It's super nice, and it's really easy to regulate the, the heat, but we've, we've did we actually, we have, we have it in our possession. We still have it, right? Yep. Well, so we like located a junked, it. A junked, we got a junk offset um, smoker that, like, <laughs> we're going to salvage it, and, like, eventually we'd like to do that. We know that you can't replicate that taste through through a, a pellet smoker. It's just, right. it's just not quite the same, but out of convenience, we use a pellet smoker a lot and then we you know flat top griddle uh cast iron i use the sous vide a lot oh and so it's like it's kind of cheap mode it, and it's but just like you know it's we use it, it enhances i don't think it, it's cheap it's like, at all i think it's a game changer and it is a game coming changer, up here in our one year we're actually giving away a sous vide oh, yeah. so oh jake sure is burning his ears off dude. right now he he's gonna leave. follow us and yeah. he wish he was part of this because it's not a shortcut or anything. It's apparently from a lot of people a great way to cook meat. Yeah, I'd, I'd still call it cheap mode. Like it's, it's almost like <laughs> it's, it's a pellet smoker. It's so but hard different. to screw it. It's yeah. idiot. It's, 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 it's idiot proof. Well, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, there's some tri- some techniques, but yeah, yeah, I've been doing like using that for like four four-ish years now. Okay, and then so you're we, ahead of the curve. We were given so. like a we, we for an awesome wedding gift. We were given a pellet smoker um, for our wedding in 2016. <laughs> so that's not bad. Um, yeah, it's been yeah, it's been good. No, Brandon makes everything. Everything in the sous vide you've yeah, done anything and anything and everything do you usually yeah, do you usually get it to temp there then sear it off or not yeah, yeah. i usually do the reverse sear yeah. yeah and usually cast iron but that's i try wait, it. wait did you say did you say desserts yeah in the, yeah. In the sous vide yeah. what are you making that 
Um, well, the thing that I love the most is um, um, creme brulee. So creme brulee is my favorite thing. That okay. Is. And, but you can do like... My girlfriend's... Now, now my girlfriend's ears are burning. <laughs> like she loves those. She loves the, the, the creme brulee stuff. Oh, yeah, creme brulee. See, yeah, and, and my wife likes her steak medium well to well, so I had to get two of them because <laughs> I won't eat anything you that's more than medium yeah. well. So. Uh, <laughs> that's so great. Um, so go ahead. Uh, mashed potatoes. Uh, oh, and the soup fr- fried chicken. So Egg it's kind of like the prep. Or you, you prep the chicken. What did you say? Egg bites. Egg bites. Egg yeah. bites. Yeah. Yeah. There's Again, actually taste just, tester there's <laughs> just a taste I'm tester. Reminding him. Uh, we should almost do a segment, uh, country music festival cooking, because I just saw an article the other day from Miranda Lambert and how she likes her scrambled eggs and in baggies you put them over in the steam pot it's basically sous vide but yeah redneck style I guess you almost call it yeah (laughs) whatever works yeah it really is so I mean redneck um, (laughs) sous vide the 12 so you come up on a year like once again and I I think it's so exciting because you guys sound like you're just barely starting off I mean there's a lot what's is there anything you can share that's kind of in the the future part of it is the recipe part and then more takeovers and certainly um, as we go forward just more partners with unique stories Mm -hmm. and and unique products that they they want to bring to market and so you know I think there's a lot of producers that are that are growing really doing a really good job growing animals whether it's beef or pork and um, those are really good partners for us. That's a great tagline right there too. Um, you said sharing stories because so many of these folks have been doing it either their century, I may be I'm putting words in their mouths, there could be a lot of century farms out there doing it just people who've been doing it for so long and it's kind of a cool story that they can now have this new avenue thanks to the internet, thanks to everything else going on to get their product out to people on the tables. I love that a lot. So um, I think it's kind of exciting that uh, you, you said it that way because that's kind of cool. Um, during COVID, my, I, I love. I always liked grilling, but during COVID, I really became just enamored with it, barbecuing and more and everything else. And I was like, all right, well, we can't go nowhere. Everybody has that. Everybody come to my house during COVID. We'll we'll do a barbecue every Sunday. We had family style Sunday barbecues almost every single weekend. And so the reason I bring it up is because what's it like for you guys on the weekend? Is that what it is? Is it like, all right, everybody, we're at we're at Bruce's this this Saturday night. What are we cooking or whatever? Is it just one big get together and take some videos so you can post them for work later and tax write off everything? Or I think in, in general we've everybody's busy, so it almost takes a special effort for everybody okay. to get together. But usually, you know, if we have something new, somebody will take it, cook it, get pictures. Um, you know, I think the other side of it is we've learned a lot this year as far as our website and some of the things that we can, our capabilities now and what we're going to have to do going forward. So the first year to me was just a huge learning experience. And yeah. I think we've done well, but certainly uh, it's it's not without some hiccups. Right. I mean, it was something brand new. I mean, you're going up against the people who kind of probably thought you're like a hello fresh box, which you're not, yep. uh, you're people who probably thought you're a monthly subscription box, which you're not, it is a totally different thing. So it's the meadery You go there. Uh, I'm on the site now here in the studio and you can, there's gift cards. You can shop the meadery. How it works is pretty laid out. You select a box or boxes and a ship date and it's assembled and shipped to your door. I mean, it's pretty straight forward and easy to handle and figure out. Um, one last thing that I can let you guys go today. The Meat Enthusiast. What, where'd that come from and how great is that to be, be have fun with? Uh, well, we actually, I actually just wrote a blog on this. Um, everybody wants to know where we came up with it. Uh, I would love to tell you that it came up on one of our fun evenings where we're all eating together or, you know, 
coming up with brainstorms, but really um, we were we were working with the SBDC in Mankato to kind of work on some of our business plans. And so we had meetings weekly and on my way to one of them, we know it just came to me. It wasn't anything special, but um, really that's meat enthusiasts. Those are the type of people we want in our community. Um, you don't have to be good at grilling. You don't have to be anything. But if you're interested and you um, want to learn more about local um, farmers, local ranchers, um, or you really do want to learn how to uh, smoke it better or grill it better, um, we take everybody. Yeah, absolutely. You're a meat enthusiast. Uh, anything else before we go? And hopefully we'll have an even better year coming in front of us. So yeah. we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, best of luck with the next year and more to come because, I mean, I think there's a lot more for you guys in front of you. I think it's exciting. So uh, this is Brandon, Mackenzie, and Bruce. Thank you guys for stopping in and being part of the barbecue show this week. More details on them at TheMeaderyMN.com. And uh, thank you guys once again for stopping in. Thank Thanks you. for having yep. us. Thanks for having us. That's a wrap on the show. We'll be back next week. Make sure you guys join us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, The Barbecue Show, BBQ show go fire that thing up the barbecue show Hashtag. with stunt and jake Hashtag. like and follow us on instagram and facebook